Welcome to the show. It's the Business and Barter Show. Sorry, we've got to get right down to business because there's a bet pending. Hi, I'm Mike, and uh, I'm along for the ride with your buddy right here, Mike Muzzin. Hey, buddy. Hey, man. How's everything going? I, I, I'm really excited about my my thought for a topic. I don't know if it's going to be the topic for the show, but but you know, up, out of this has come this Russell Peters yeah. debate question. Mike has a really good idea based on uh, comedy, which we both love very much, and uh, how brands got built around comedians yes. and how they launched themselves on those brands. So, sorry, did you, so was this the topic you thought? No. Aha. No, you're right. Okay, <laughs> so that bet is lost. I was really scared about what topic you were going to say. Right. But uh, what is it? Okay, so then we had a little bet that came out of that, and he said, of all the comedians then, you know, who was the biggest? And I was like, oh, Russell Peters by far. Well, I said, well, I, to be specific, I said, you know, who's done the best job? Russell Peters. Okay, hang on. Who's done the best job of taking their talent and, yeah. and creating and, and morphing a, a sort of their own little business empire oh. around themselves? Oh, okay. Russell Peters. Okay, so still Russell Peters. I'm well, picking, yeah, here's I'm why. Up on this. Here's why. He's massive in Asia, Southeast Asia. In, in India and Pakistan, he's still massive. He plays in Saudi Arabia. They, they fly him to the Arab Emirates for shows on private, private jets and pay millions and millions of dollars lots of times a year for him to go play private gigs. Got it. He's okay. massive. Okay, so what number do you want to go with on an over-under net worth of Russell Peters? I'm going to say he's worth $500 million plus. Okay, I'm going to go with under. Okay. Clearly. And on my phone right now is the answer according Did to... Did you already see the answer, by I, the way? No. Okay. No, did not see the answer. And I don't know what website this is even. Oh, yeah, this might us. not be accurate, by the way. Right, so this is a great topic to start. It's okay. No, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> I, I'm willing to do the this, bet. This may not be accurate. Great start to the show. <laughs> Here we go. Okay, ready? Yep, go. Okay, it is. Oh, you're going to be disappointed. You may want to edit this out. No, you've lost in a huge way. Come on. Well, Russell Peters has not lost. I can tell you that. But how much is he worth? According to Celebrity Net Worth, which well, that is, is sort the of best. the which it is sort the of the benchmark. Yeah, right? that's how I found out you're worth eight hundred million dollars. You're talking to me or yeah, a Kardashian? Okay. Oh, right. Uh, Seventy-five million. Still, it's a lot of money. That's, that's what, basically what dough, I man. said, right? Five hundred seventy-five. <laughs> it's in the same ballpark. Is he same really ballpark. worth that much? Yes, yeah. Wow. According to this, which is, I think, still it's more than I thought. I thought like twenty-five. Brampton you know? boy does good, man. Yeah, I'm not a a big Russell Peters fan, but you know, he you're way funnier moments. than him. Obviously, don't have to be cocky. Don't like, have really. Yeah, that's not obvious. You don't turn the. Why are you turning the butter for yourself? Don't turn the butter. Stop it. Well, here, how about this? Now, this might be just sort of segueing a little bit here. Right? Yeah. This is now. This is an impressive list. Uh, who was the, for 2019, who was the uh, highest earning stand-up comedian? Was it Jay Leno? No, it was not. Okay, who was it? It was Seinfeld. Oh, yeah, he did. that's right. He went back out on tour. Right. Yeah. Uh, yes, that's yes, right. Okay, yeah. so. And uh, it was the first tour that he's done in, like, since Seinfeld. Right, this is yeah. this is the same one that just came out on Netflix, right? It did, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So Mark and, Normand opened up for him. If you like a really funny comedian, Mark Normand, he talks like this. Anyway, he's very funny. <laughs> now, I, I didn't really, I saw a little bit of that special on Netflix, but I didn't really like it. Fine. Don't watch it. Yeah. Right. So, <laughs> um, so, so here's, okay. I'll give, let me give you, give me another number five. So he, so Seinfeld was 60 million. Okay. Jim Gaffigan, who I love. That, he's, he's very so funny. funny. Have you ever heard his bacon? Yeah. Bit? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Bacon. That bacon thing is amazing. It's 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 iconic in my family. Oh, it's actually. so yeah. funny. 
It even uh, sounds like they're like applause when they're cooking it. It's so funny. Jim Gaffigan just got the part of uh, to play Rob Ford in the movie. No. Yes, he did. Oh, wow. That's cool. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, Trevor Noah. Yeah. I can see him doing all right. Far lefty. What did he make? 41. That's a lot. Uh, no surprise here. Sebastian Maniscalco at 38 million. Why he do could... people have to go to see live comedy? <laughs> it's ridiculous. I'm going to do a, an impersonation of every comedian I can as we go. Amy Schumer. Go ahead. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. It's actually Gabriel Iglesias. I can't then, get that low. And I know. I, and, and then Amy Schumer. Yeah, I can't do uh, uh, Gabriel Iglesias because I want to have a career. <laughs> so, well, that's an impressive list. You're it right. really is. So coming up, we'll talk a little bit about branding and how that uh, how that launched. Because some of the other names we had were like Will Ferrell and yeah. uh, Adam, Adam Sandler is another one that comes to mind. Uh, his, ha- his Happy Madison production company, uh, and it gets a lot of flack for Ooh, some of the stuff. Because they make some of the worst movies ever. But they do put out a lot of content, and oh. they've had they've hit they've hit some home runs. I thought you were going to say on. they put out, and I'm like, well, that's how it happens in Hollywood. <laughs> okay, it's a different crowd. Yeah. Uh, well, listen. Uh, thanks for joining us and uh, for hanging out for that bet. I guess I lost in a big way. Uh, but as you pointed out, Russell Peters did not. So there you mm. go. Um, last episode, by the way. It launched a couple of questions at me from other people uh, because we talked about what would happen if if uh, barter became part of the consumer equation for yes. paying for things. Yes. And uh, a bunch of people, two people in, in particular, both of them, these people we know, were right away saying, is this going to happen? Is this something that you're uh, hinting at? Because if it is, I can see a use for it right now. Okay, so now I'm curious who the two people are because you've you've held this back. I can't do that on the show. Well, I'll tell you what. One of them was not Dolly Parton. Fair enough. That narrows it down. So I'm trying to think of who that. Oh, the other one was also not Dolly Parton. Right. Yeah. But well, well well done. But it's a fair question because uh, we did talk about it and uh, cheeky cheeky of us, and then just kind of left it. But uh, people did ask, and I thought I presented to you. Is this something that is on the horizon? I think it has a very real possibility. I just, it's, it all comes down to timing. I mean, the infrastructure is there, the software is there. It just comes down to, does somebody want to um, get involved on, on that level? And I think there's a huge appetite for it. It just becomes a case of marketing the opportunity properly and seeing who, you know, who has an appetite for it. So I, I think it's there. I think it could happen. Okay. This was not my point. So I don't want to sound intellectual about it, but in an era where a lot of electronic transactions take place in a time where we do a lot of online banking and we even trade Bitcoin on our own and our own stocks in some cases, it seems like an easily manageable addition in our lives. It really does. I yeah. mean, when you think about it, there's lots of, uh, like I said, lots of application you could, uh, that it would apply to. So, Okay, so now you had a, a story you wanted to share with me uh, about, uh, we, we are in a situation here in Toronto mm. where tomorrow, the mm. day after, we're, you know what, I'll post this today so it's accurate. There <laughs> tomorrow, you go. we have been... Uh, mandated? Th- yeah, mandated by law to wear masks in public places. I am exempt. Indoor in public places, I believe. I'm still exempt. Oh, and how is that? I just feel like I'm exempt. Yeah, I think a lot of people do feel that way. And and by the way, this comes to us on a day where we just found out that there are no new cases of COVID-19. And uh, of course, on one side of the argument is, well, that's because we've been wearing masks, fellow Canadian, don't you know? And the other side of it is, 
what? Yeah. Are you talking about it? Right. And it's a tough divide, man, to come to the middle. It really is. And it's a it's an issue that, of course, is uh, creating a lot of, in some cases, hostility and, and a lot of debate. So, you know, it's Have you been faced with any of this hostility in, in your existence, Mike? I, I was shopping in a, a place and uh, <laughs> someone came up behind Walmart. me. Walmart. <laughs> someone came up behind me and said, masks are, are the law now. Like this woman, she was just very... Uh, was she a total aggressive? Karen? Sorry, was she a Karen? No, nah, she could. She has some serious Karen potential. Let me yeah. tell you. Okay, and so she uh, she maybe didn't get up the nerve and and did this in the, sort of like to my. Uh, You're a big guy, man. And for somebody to approach you and have this opinion, she. So how would that work? She's my four o'clock. Yeah. Okay. That. So see, she, now you're talking no, no, military no, no. attack terms. No, no, which no. Which is also Sorry. frightening. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, it wasn't my four o'clock. It was, it was my eight o'clock. All right, you got her at the, the other way. Okay, I'm so, watching your six. Go ahead. Yeah. So she comes up at my eight o'clock, and she goes, "Masks are mandatory, you know." And I'm like, back up. I looked at her and I just sort of giggled. I'm like, "Who the hell are you? Who the hell are <laughs> your you?" Response is a giggle because <laughs> they're not, at least not yet. And I sort of giggled a little bit, and she just she looked at me like I guess because I didn't respond, and then she gave me the finger and like did one of those fast walking. I'm an Olympic fast walker type people that just ran off. She did. Spe- she gave you the finger and sp- sped walk out of there. Yeah, which is of course classic Walmart. But hey, there you go. Wow. Yeah. And di- she didn't lose a croc in the process of she stomping did. out of there. <laughs> How do you know that? She was wearing Crocs. Come on. Was she? <laughs> and she's shopping at Walmart. Crocs, and of course she 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 had on tights because that's what all Walmart people do. Yeah. No. Honestly, if you want to go down a rabbit hole, <laughs> have you ever done this? What people wear at Walmart on Google. Have a nice time. Yeah. I'm sorry I even directed you this way. <laughs> oh, man, you'll be done for di- You'll be like, no. Well, no, I don't think a G-string and assless chaps are a good combo. No, I don't. But if you're shopping at Walmart, it's okay. You know what? To, to, to each their own, I yeah. guess. Um, but my thought of going in there was pick up some supplies before this mandate, uh, this mandatory, va- um, I almost said vaccine. Oh, God. <gasps> this mandatory uh, mask uh, crappy law uh, uh, was coming into effect tomorrow. You don't like this law. I'm not a big fan of the law. No, don't believe in it. Don't understand it. Don't get it. But uh, but some people are very passionate about it. Clearly, just ask eight o'clock. And um, yeah, you so, know, I almost want to get my wife on the phone right now to share the story that happened. To I don't me know if yesterday. that's today. I don't know if that's a, oh okay. Uh, and we were in Bracebridge, and uh, I guess we're just telling stories today. What the hell, right? <laughs> but COVID stories. But uh, essentially, we were shopping in a dollar store. All right. I, won't, I won't say which because I don't remember the name of Oh, yes, I do because I had to look them up to call them later. And as we were checking out of this dollar store, everybody in line had a mask on. I had mine in my back pocket. I'd just forgotten to put it on. It's happened, and don't lie to me. You've forgotten it yourself, people. So I'm standing there in line, and I was quickly reminded that maybe, maybe, just maybe, I do want to wear a mask. and has nothing to do with COVID at all because the lady behind the cash began to hack and cough with a serious wheezing wet hack that made me jump back three feet. Oh my gosh. My wife who had a mask on handed me the bags and went, get out, go. Just. (laughs) Oh my, like a bomb's going to go off. So Mike, here's what I did. This is so bad. Like you gave her that your mask. No, Uh, I was driving back to the city and I called that dollar store and said, listen, not for nothing, but one of your employees had a really serious hacking spell there that I found disconcerting. Let's say that I had a, I don't know, a a predetermined health issue. 
And uh, she said, oh, that's such and such. She's had that ever since I've known her. She just has a wheezy cough. I don't know. And it gets worse with the cleaning solution. I'm like, well, you really shouldn't have her. Maybe not at the cash. She goes, yeah, I got to rethink that. But I'll tell you this. As best I can tell, she's in great health. She's better off than (laughs) she's been in a long time. I don't think she has COVID. I'm like, okay. (laughs) What can you say to that? But at least she, she, she took the call well. She did. Oh, yeah. No, she was totally cool about it. She goes, hey, by the way, she said, by the way, you're not the first call I got on that. No kidding. That specific. And she goes, and I was a witness to it, and I anticipated these calls. Oh, wow. Yeah. So there you go. That's how we're thinking now. Even like, was I wearing a mask? Apparently, I didn't care enough until somebody started coughing. Now, what if I started coughing at you right now? I'm not really concerned because there's a giant plastic acrylic guard like i'm seeing you having a prison visit in yeah. between us all of a sudden which, yeah. which is healthy of, of you to put here well you know what uh, there are certain now let's talk about this like many businesses i have certain restrictions that i'm mandated to as well one of them is how many people i can have in the studio at a time how far away they sit so what is that number 10 right no i can only have three people in the studio what? at a time yeah i didn't know that. plus a producer and it has to be in a space where they can be six feet apart and you have to have well, you seem like you're in good shape here. Plexiglass yeah, between I can, everybody. I, I can see it. Yeah. yeah. But you could do fun. a little weather report on I was going to say, what, for those that for, you know, can hear this happening, the, uh, I, I can sort of see my reflection in the, in the, in the, in the But here's where the whole separator. thing breaks down. Is that down. a separator? What is this? This is what we call in the business uh, a COVID container. It you don't even know. COVID you don't even know, do you? No, I don't even this know. This is a, a COVID separator? I don't know. Why do we have to call COVID? I don't want to give COVID any more branding power. All right. You Fair know? enough. I just feel that way. Okay, look, we enough messing around, Mike. What's going on over there at iTex? Tell me some good news. Tell me some cool. By the way, thanks for the masks as long as we're talking about them. If you want a more comfortable mask, <laughs> those are great. They are good. And they are and really good. We, by the way, we sell masks. No, we we have uh, we have had clients uh, sell some masks through through iTex. And, uh, you know, what can I say? They're... They're a hot commodity. Okay, you will wear them for social purposes, I or will, will you? Are you protesting? I'm. I don't even call it protesting. I'm just not gonna partake. Well, you. I, okay. Well, that would be a protest in my not, mind. But is it? I don't, it, I don't call I, it a protest. Ask me if I'm I gonna wear it. it. Are you gonna wear it? I don't know. Like yeah. I really don't know how I'm gonna react. I'm. I'm not wearing it. I don't like. I don't like that the guy who brought this law, this mandate upon us, was one of the first guys breaking the rule at a park as soon as people were able to get outside your same as to Tory. yeah i don't like that that guy with the wooden haircut oh god i don't like him well i i don't know exactly why you don't like seems him, like but... a nice enough guy but that he's pushing stuff down our throats like this and it's specifically in toronto there's a lot of places where the uh where the conditions are much worse that aren't doing this yeah I, again like i don't really understand why we have to suddenly mandate it uh wear masks but I you also know. think he's like kind of given up on the job a little bit. Yeah. When is the next? I don't even know when the next election is. He doesn't either. He doesn't yeah. care. <laughs> he, he wants to go to Muskoka and that's it. Yeah. You know, well. he had a pretty big paying job his whole life. Huh? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, he I doesn't really he need the money. He doesn't need to be doing this. I think he just wants a park named after him. Oh, he could have donated the money and got yeah. the park. <laughs> there you go. Um, well, listen. Uh, okay. So anyway, the masks are great. And I, and I, and I uh, applaud you on your persistence and I will say on behalf of everybody uh, at Walmart you're killing everybody okay you're the you're a murderer I take your it's words. the law you know yeah I take your words right to heart I um, <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> but to answer your actual you're murdering question, us. Yeah. Okay. So I'm so two things. One, if you yeah. see a guy walking around in a uh, Kylo Ren mask, <laughs> <laughs> that's going to be me. See, I think it's a fine line between following the law and being arrested with masks. I'm going to wear my Kylo Ren mask if I absolutely oh, have that's to. That's a good idea, buddy. Um, my, might as well have some fun with it. Yeah. Um, but I won't be wearing a mask if I absolutely have to. But you will now because you've thought of this idea. Do you want to borrow my lightsaber? No, I, I have a few of my own that I would use. Oh, I see. I have a, a Kylo Ren lightsaber. Oh, to match it up. Right. Kylo Ren is both sides of the uh, equation. That's right. Yeah. yeah. So you could wear, you know, I'll wear my mask with, and walk around in public with my lightsaber and suddenly it's acceptable except every day now is Halloween, I guess. You, you see what's happened? I don't know, Mike. If I, if, how there aren't more armed robberies. <laughs> well, nothing's open. That's, <laughs> That's why. That's right, right. I mean, phase, phase three is coming soon. Yeah. Well, but, um, all right. But, uh, but, but, but things in the office are busy, I'll tell you. Yeah. You know, it's a lot going on. We've got some, uh, some great stuff available. We have uh, some Xerox printers. Oh. Uh, some brand new timeshares. We've had, I mean, we have a New York City, not that we're going there, uh, but our U.S. friends can, of course. Uh, we've had uh, New York City timeshares. We have Boston. We've had uh, Montchamblanc. We've had Whistler. We've had uh, sort of Muskoka. Lots of timeshares available on iTech, which is great for people who want to get away. And, it's uh, it's great to be able to get away someplace local right now. Everybody, oh yeah, it was bedlam up north, this especially weekend. if people can work remotely. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. I have a shout out to John Justin. He's a, one of my friends who lives in San Jose and an iTex broker. And he called me today. He goes, "I'm in Idaho." And I'm oh, like, wow. "What?" He's like, "Yeah." He goes, "I just decided to leave. look. I'm going on a bit of a road trip and with my wife, and we're gonna tour around and see some states because why not?" Uh, road tripping is going to be the new fascination. Oh, yeah. Motels that were dying are going to come back to life. Yeah, which is great. Good yeah. for them, you know. And my sister, she's doing some some RVing herself, so I, I get it. But you were saying in Bracebridge, it was pretty busy. Yeah, yeah, it was. Off uh, the traffic. Oh boy. Oh boy. <laughs> you know, take the helicopter up. It, it, there's no shortage of that. <laughs> there is no. Sh- By the way, you can fly up there. Did you know that? Let's get those guys on. I could I, use. I a, think that's a great. I could idea. use a flight on occasion to get north. Um, so I know I know uh, Porter Airlines flies up there. Where do they they go to? No, they just open a door and they plop you out the side. Oh, so as they go over, it's parachute. A, it's a it's a Winnipeg flight <laughs> with a with a low flyover in the Muskoka area. Yeah, parachute and jump water out. skis and you're off. Yeah, um, but they do fly. Where do they fly to? They I do don't fly. know. I, do, I, I didn't even know they did. Yeah, I know they, Muskoka Air does. There's a group that does. Oh, there that. is. Yeah. Okay, okay, yeah. okay. Yeah, and and you can fly to Tremblant as well. Oh, that's handy. Yeah, yeah. If you're a skier out of Toronto, that's great. Or yeah, and they even do it in the summer. Oh, really? Yeah, because that's a, a resort town. It's a resort town. Yeah, yeah. and that, that don't, that's only sort of fairly recently anyway that they've started to do that. So, if people want to find out more about how they can um, book some of these destinations do they just get in touch with you uh you put them yeah on, it'll on be you or the can, trade broker one of someone on our team will sort of fulfill that sort of request for travel so yeah we can do that no problem yeah. unlimited you want to go to visit unlimitedmasks.com that's not true if you want a mask but if you want to do barter if you want to do business in a better way a smarter way unlimitedbarter.com is uh, where you want to go that's true that part's I, true I have a feeling over the next couple of days, I'm going to get, do me a favor. Every time somebody gives you a threatening look or says something to you, please just send me a text because I enjoy everyone. Are you kidding? I'm going to take their picture 
while they do it. I'm like, can you give me that look again? I take their picture and then I'll send it to you. Mask shamer. Yeah. And then post it. Say, yeah. This is a mask shamer. They're, they're yeah. shaming me. Yeah. Shaming me. All right. Listen, uh, everybody stay safe. Wear a mask. It's the law tomorrow. And uh, we will catch you next time. Thanks, Mikey. Thanks, man. <laughs>